Gem City Sports Network presents GCSN Reports. Tonight's show is being brought to you by Profiler Performance Products, by Profiler Inc., by Lily's New Creation, by a Special Wish Foundation of Dayton in Southwest Ohio, by the USO, and by the Gem City Sports Network, your source for local sports in the Miami Valley, the Gem City Sports Network. And now here's your host, Doug Brown. Everybody and welcome to this edition of GCSN Reports. My name is Doug Brown, and tonight we are coming to you from Frickers in Heber Heights, home of the Frickin' Chicken. And joining us tonight is Kenny Smith, a longtime Browns fan, and he has something to celebrate this year because they they made it to the playoffs. And Kenny, uh, welcome aboard. I'm so excited. Um, when they signed Flacco, I'm thinking we're desperate now, and he saved our season. How long, how long have you been a Browns fan? Pretty much all my life. I was born in 57, and I remember when I was seven watching Jim Brown play in the championship game. And I blame all that being a Browns fan on my dad. He brought me up that way. And I've always said it's not just being a Browns fan, it's a way of life. What, didn't they play uh, Green Bay that time? I think it was the Colts, Baltimore Colts. I know they played Green Bay at one time for the NFL championship. It was never a Super Bowl, but it was the NFL championship. Otto Graham never played a game that he played eight straight championship games way back when. Uh, okay, they uh, they make the playoffs uh, this year. Uh, talk about the season that the Browns had, and uh, how many games did you go up to this year? I went to only one this year because I have stuff going on, but all the injuries, it's been so roller coaster. Like, we were favored to win the division at the start, then Deshaun goes down, which I don't know if I still like him or not, but... <laughs> He goes down. Then we get a rookie to start, and he didn't do well. He did win a game. Then we get P.J. Walker, and all the injuries on defense, it was like so up and down. Like, oh, we look good. Oh, next week, oh, we don't. And then we signed Joe Flacco from his couch. And I'm thinking we're desperate now. Because nobody signed him. But then he comes in and he saves our season. And that's why today I have gotten the mail a Joe Flacco jersey. Because I don't care if he comes back next year or not. I hope he does as a backup or whatever. But he saved our season. Now talk about the season after Joe got here. Uh, he seemed to really uh, spark the team uh, because he's a veteran. And you know, some of the, you said they had a rookie and, and somebody else. And, you know, it, that's, that, the, the experience that Flacco had showed. Oh, yeah, it, definitely. He's been to the Super Bowl. He's a 16-year veteran. And that's what we needed, leadership. I don't think we, we ever had leadership at the quarterback role this year. I don't think they look at Deshaun as a leader. And Joe Flacco so, shows so much emotion. And when he was in the locker room after he won that first game, and he's like, I feel like a 10-year-old. 
like it too, right? Yeah. He has like, it looks like he's been in the league like five years, not 16. Uh, now there, uh, you, you've seen him, uh, you've seen him up there in Cleveland a lot of times. How many times did you go on the road with him? I know you went down to Cincinnati uh, every time they played down here. I went to Cincinnati pretty much every year. I went to San Diego, I think it was like six or seven years ago. And we're sitting right behind the Browns bench, two rows back. I bet you were loving Oh, it was awesome. San Diego was the best, one of the best. And my buddy Jeff Lettner says, I think that's Brian Sykes down there. And I'm like, are you sure? And then I look. I'm like, yeah, that's Brian Sykes. So I yelled, Brian. So he came over, and he's like, how do you know it was me? And I'm like, I pretty much know all the Browns players. And he took pictures with us, signed autographs and everything. And he was like, I just didn't know anybody would recognize me. And I'm like, no, we do. How many guys do you know from the Browns, uh, uh, collectively? Uh, the older teams, I know Bernie, really good. I know Hanford, Minifield, Kevin Mack, Ernest Biner, Eric Metcalf, Clay Matthews, pretty much all the older ones. We went to training camp in Lakeland College. We stayed in the same hotel they stayed in. And we would run into them in the hallway. But I always kind of stalked Bernie because we always checked out what car he was driving. His rookie year, he was driving a blue Mercedes sports car with a white convertible top. So I'm like, so the next year we went, and I'm checking it out, and then he was driving a Bronco. Cause stay in the same hotel, you know. So we set out back, and we wait for Bernie to come out, and security guards would be like, um, who are you waiting for? I'm like, uh, we're waiting for Bernie. Oh, he's already went to practice. So I'm like, oh, okay. So we still stayed there, and Bernie would come out. He signed everything I had. Every, every practice that we went to I pretty much had a box and I would he would like you got more and I'm like yep and he was like hand it over and he signed everything for me now you guys are real good friends and uh, every time you go to Cleveland does he live in Cleveland now or he does he lives I think uh, in Aurora a suburb of Cleveland but I was at a autograph signing and he seen me come in and he was like he motioned for me to come here so I did and he was like you don't need to stand in line to get my autographs I can't believe you have more for me to sign but so I gave it to him and then he's like uh, after this I I need to talk to you so I'm like okay so like I have sweet tickets tomorrow if you want to sit with me and Hanford and Kevin Mack and I'm like Okay. Me and my daughter was there, and Jeff Ledner was with me. And I'm like, okay. Bernie's like, okay, I got you. And I'm like, well, I have another friend with me, and I don't want him sitting by himself. And he like, walk out with me to my car after this, and I'll get you enough. Wow. And that that was the best day of my life. <laughs> what game was it? Uh, we played the Ravens. Okay. 
Oh, no. Even better, huh? Yeah. The team that stole us. Yeah, the other Cleveland Browns. That's, yeah. what, that's what I like to call them, the other Cleveland Browns. I'm just glad when we left, we got our name and colors back. And because if when we left, I swore up and down, if they take, if we don't get a team back with the Browns, I would never watch NFL football again. Are you, uh, are you, do you like the other Cleveland teams, like Cavs or the Guardians? I'm all over the place. <laughs> In college football, I like the Miami Hurricanes because of Bernie Kosar right. when he won the national championship in 83 because he's a Cleveland boy. Then I'm a Laker fan. Way back when, I watched them in Boston play on TV, and I'm like, I just fell in love with the Lakers back then. In college basketball, I like the North Carolina Tar Heels. Yeah, you are all over the place. Yeah, I am. What about baseball? I love the Reds. Uh, now, that that's about like me, okay? I'm not a Browns fan, but I'm a, I'm a Guardians fan. And I used to be a Bengals fan, but now I'm not. But you're still... I, I still say it's Indians, but... I, I do, too. It's hard to say Guardians, but... Uh, Looking at your hat right now, the Indians hat? Yeah, it's uh, Indians. Definitely. So, uh, when we come back, we're going to talk a uh, little bit of history uh, here in Dayton with... Uh, Don Brown. We'll be back with that right after this. You're listening to GCSN Reports on the Gem City Sports Network. Profiler Performance Products is an all-American manufacturer of racing cylinder heads and intake manifolds. From two-time drag week winner Jeff Lutz to the winningest bracket champions like Disco Dean Carn. Profiler Performance has become the overwhelming choice of drag racing's best-known name. Profiler Performance offers the absolute best bolt-on performance for cylinder heads and intake, utilizing their own in-house custom casting and CNC machining. For more information, visit ProfilerPerformance.com or find them on Facebook. Profiler Performance, they make power they haven't even used yet. Profiler Inc., your local source for custom graphics including banners, decals, and custom apparel for your corporate, school, or personal needs. For more information, check us out on the web at www.profilerinc.com or on our Facebook page, Profiler Inc. Lily's Carpet Cleaning, located in Springfield, Ohio, is your one-stop shop for full-service remodeling, residential and commercial cleaning, and full-service carpet cleaning. Serving the Miami Valley for over 18 years, call them at 937-925-5834. That's Lily's new creation. Here on GCSN Reports, Doug Brown along with Kenny Smith. And uh, Kenny, you know, you and I had a mutual friend in Don Brown. And unfortunately, he passed away this past year in 2023. How did you meet Don? Way back when he was on TV and kickoff countdown with Guy Fogel. And he would always talk bad about the Browns. So I'm like, I have to go to that. So I did. And he would always say, if it's a brown, flush it down. So I'm like, I had an idea. 
I got Channel 22. I wrote in. I'm like, I'm a big fan of Don Brown. I need a picture of him. So they sent me one. So my idea was to put it on a T-shirt and put, if it's Don Brown, flush it down. And I think I made like 50 and I sold them for like 10 bucks, but all the proceeds went to MDA. Because, I mean, with MDA, Don Brown had the biggest heart ever. He worked harder all year. Nobody even knows how hard he worked, but he worked hard. So I'm like, so I showed him the T-shirts. He started dying laughing. And he's like, dude, you need to make more. But we sold all them, and I gave them the money, and like, and I gave him the money, and he was like, after that we became pretty pretty good friends. I took him to Cleveland a lot. He even took me to a Cleveland State UD Flyer basketball game, and he let me do the camera work on the floor. Oh wow! And. Because uh, the next Sunday was a Jacksonville Jags and Browns game. And he's like, well, I'll go with you to, to the Browns game. You come with me to the UD game. And so that was like a unique experience for me. So you uh, you and uh, Don, you know, we, we got together during the uh, Jerry Lewis Muscular District Telethon. You brought some stuff. Dennis brought some stuff. And you guys had a – it was a friendly – Friendly, uh, like a friendly war, the Bengals and the Browns, Bengals versus the Browns, and you had your stuff there. Dennis had his stuff, and he also had an ambulance. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, we always party with them at Longworth Hall, and Dennis brought his ambulance up. Dennis <laughs> is a big-hearted guy too, and he would do anything. So that was our idea, Don's idea, to get me and Dennis together, MD Telethon, get people to call in, either Browns or Bengals, and have a competition. I'm like, anything to raise money for them, but the, the MDA Telethon was so awesome. It just, I met all them kids and everything, and they're always smiling and everything. I'm like, it, it was just... It was heartbreaking, but they, I, the MDA telethon, it was great. How could you not love those kids? Yeah, they were so, like you said, they were so kind-hearted. They were so full of life, and you know, they had a disease that, uh, you know, they couldn't be cured. Yep, I couldn't even imagine what they went through. I met the parents and everything then too, and I'm like, it just, it would be so hard. But they were always smiling, upbeat, talkative. Everything. Did you attend any of the events that Don had? I never did. I didn't. The bass tournament was big. And I never went to that. Um, a couple of the MDA things, like at the Marriott and stuff, we did that he did. I went to a couple of those, but other than the big tournaments or whatever he did, I didn't make it to those. You didn't, you didn't have, didn't have, uh, didn't couldn't make it out to the bowling tournament. That was a lot of fun, especially on media night. I did make it to the bowling tournament. I remember that at uh, Playmore. Yeah, they they love Don Brown at Playmore. 
Oh, yeah. But, you know, uh, did, did you uh, ever go out there on media night and uh, see all the, the local celebrities that came out? I made it to one night, media night. And I, I'm like, looking back, I'm like, I knew all these people. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> yeah, you see all these people on TV or radio, listen to them on radio, and now they're here in person, and you get a chance to talk to them. And, you know, after working at, at Channel 22, I, you know, I got to know all these guys anyway. And, they, you know, they're just normal, normal everyday, uh, run-of-the-mill uh, person. And, you know, you can go out and talk to some of them. Some of them, you know, they got a little attitude, some don't. Uh, I remember the one time the browns Bengal game in Cleveland, and Don's like, because he traveled with the team back then, and he's like, stay in my hotel room. I'll introduce you to Bengal players. I'm like, um, well, not, but okay. So I stayed there. I was riding up the elevator with Darnay Scott way back when. And so he, in, in your Browns gear, right? Yeah, of course. And he's riding up the elevator. He's looking at me, and I'm looking at him, and I'm like, nothing against you, but I hope you lose tomorrow. And he started laughing. He's like, I'm not saying a word. But it, it was awesome seeing I seen Achilles Smith way back when. Um, a friend of mine loved... I forget the name of the quarterback, number 10. Uh, Blake. Yes, Jeff Blake. Jeff Blake. And the last game of the season when we were tearing the seats out because we were leaving, Jeff Blake was walking off the field. And Rob's like, I need something from Jeff Blake. So I'm like, Jeff, his wristbands on? I'm like, can I have your wristbands? And he's like, don't know why you want them because I'm in my brown stuff and I'm like I have a buddy in Dayton that loves you and he would be so ecstatic if I bring them back to him and he's like okay and he took them off and gave them to me now you think a lot of those players would be um you know, stuck up, just kind of like stuck up and, you know, self-centered and stuff like that. But a lot of them are, it doesn't matter what team you're you're rooting for. It could be the Browns, Bengals, you know, uh, anybody. And those guys are just as nice as anybody as anything. Way back when, when I was there, we parked in the same parking lot they did. Okay. Bernie pulled up in the Mercedes. Kevin Mack pulled up in the Porsche. Webster Slaughter had a Mercedes with Webstar on his license plate. We parked right beside them. They would get out of their car, shake our hands and everything. Like, now, there's no way you're doing that. And I'm like, I think the players back then, they recognized the fans as fans. Now, they they don't. Some of them do. Like David Njoku, I love that guy because he walks around the stadium before the game with no shirt on and shorts, which if I had his abs, I would too. But he talks to everybody. Miles Garrett does too, but other players, I, I feel they're stuck up and they won't. You know, I can understand... Uh 
some of the players not talking to you on game day. I can understand that because when I worked at 22 and I covered the Brown or the Bengals, you know, there was a one guy that I did not even I was scared of, royally scared of, and that was Ray Lewis of Baltimore. That he scared the hell out of me. Oh, Ray Lewis. Since I'm a U fan, I rooted for him back then. But when he went to the Ravens, I'm like, nah, I can't do it. But yeah, there are certain players that get so psyched up before a game, you just leave them alone. Like, you cannot talk to them. You've been around, you know, you've gone on the road with a guy, you've gone on the road with Cleveland, uh, you've gone to different uh, different stadiums. How were the fans towards you guys, uh, towards Brown fans, and how were you with them, with the visiting teams coming to uh, Cleveland? The best stadium I ever went to, I've been there a couple times, was the Colts. And the fans there are so friendly. I'm like, we met in a park for the Brown backers, and there was like 500 of us. We marched to the stadium. If anybody did that in Cleveland, it probably wouldn't been good. But we're, we're marching to the stadium, and they're like... Good luck. Good luck. I'm like, really? No. <laughs> but there, and the stadium inside there, it's awesome. Oh, yeah. Lucas Oil? Or yeah. yeah, Lucas Oil. I've been to Lucas Oil. I did a game between Central State and Kentucky State, and uh, they call it the Circle City Classic. And we were sitting all the way up at the top, and there was no way I was going to get close to the end because there was just a little table up there and a little lip from keeping you from going over. And, that, and I looked down, and all I saw was seats, and that was it. And then I, no way I even got close to that. But in, in uh, Indianapolis, you know, those, some of the people that we had to deal with was very nice, very great. And, uh, yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, what, was, what stadium have you been to that the fans were totally against you? I've never really been. I've been to Miami. I've been to San Diego, Indianapolis. Cincinnati was kind of the worst ever that I've been to. But, I mean, it's Cleveland, Cincinnati. It's a, definitely a big rivalry. I've been to Detroit. They were cool. Um, I forget where else I've been. But What about Pittsburgh? Oh, no, I can't go. <laughs> Baltimore, Pittsburgh, no. I'll pass. Look, Kenny, when we come back, we're going to talk playoffs. And something that you guys have not been in for a while. So we're, 2020. Okay, 2020. So we'll, we'll, we're going to talk playoffs after this. We'll be right back with more after this. You're listening to GCSN Reports on the Gem City Sports Network. No matter the threat or where the front line may be, our armed forces protect and defend us every day. But what does it take to strengthen our service members and keep them focused on the mission? What does it take to keep our military connected to family, home, and country? It takes a force. Be a force behind the forces. Join the USO in helping service members and their families. Give today at csohio.uso.org. A Special Wish Foundation of Dayton has a new name. It is now a Special Wish Foundation 
Dayton and Southwest Ohio chapter. They now serve 20 counties in Southwest Ohio and work with families whose children are being seen at Dayton Children's and Cincinnati Children's Hospitals. The organization has granted over 1,800 wishes to those children battling life-threatening illnesses. To find out how you can help make a special wish come true, log on to their website, aspecialwishdayton.org, or call them at 937-223-WISH. A Special Wish Foundation is a 501c3, and all funds stay within the local community to support local children. Hi, this is Doug Brown from the Gem City Sports Network. Throughout the years, we've provided coverage of a wide range of sports, including high school baseball, football, basketball, and soccer, as well as Central State Marauders football and basketball. You do baseball also. And do you know what the best part is? It's all free. That's right, absolutely free. We sincerely appreciate you tuning in to the Gem City Sports Network, your ultimate source for local sports here in the Miami Valley. GCSN reports here with Kenny Smith and Kenny uh, for the second time in what three years, four years, the Browns are actually going to the playoffs. It's something they, you know, since '99 they haven't had they haven't had that kind of luck. So what do you, what are your thoughts of them going to the uh, playoffs? It's just so weird that Joe Flacco came in and saved our season. I didn't like him for the Ravens, but. He saved our season, and I'm like, it's just so unreal. But I think with this team, the resilience they got, all the injuries, and they still keep fighting, I I, I really think the stars are aligning. They're, they're, what, a five seed, and they play Houston. They're down in Houston. How do you think that game's going to go? Have they played them this year or not? Well, we already played them this year. We beat them. It was without C.J. Stroud. I give them that. But we played the 49ers when they were supposed to be the best team in the football, and we beat them. And we played the Ravens in Baltimore, and they were one of the best teams in football. We beat them. So I'm thinking anything can happen right now. So, um... Who do you think will play second round? You got Baltimore second round, right? If you win? No. We would if we keep winning. We I think we play Baltimore the last. But I haven't checked the, the uh, things right now. But I'm not sure. I'm just looking one game at a time. We have to beat Houston, and then we go from there. Now you said today you played uh, Houston before, but it was without C.J. Stroud. Is he going to be a difference maker in this game? Oh, I'm sure. C.J. Looked really good this year for a rookie. He's played well, but he still ain't seen our defense. So we have we still have the number one defense in the NFL. So I think the the road games have been iffy this year with our defense. But now it's playoff time. I think it's we're ready to roll. Now, if they if they go all the way to uh, the Super Bowl, would you go? I have to go. It's in Vegas. I'm like, if I don't get a ticket, at least I'm going to be. I got to be around there with my brown stuff. I'm like, I have the shirt, just one before I die, and 
I'm not getting any younger. So, I mean, if the Browns get to the Super Bowl, I'm celebrating, like, so hard. Now, I know that I know the Bengals have been what three times. To yeah. the, did you root for them when? Uh, now, uh, honestly, did you root for the Bengals when they were in the Super Bowl? Never. <laughs> I rooted for Joe Montana twice, and I I just I can't with them being a rival because we supposedly we haven't won a Super Bowl. We have an NFL championship, but that's before the Super Bowl. Right. And if the Bengals win one, they would be like, we won the Super Bowl. How many you won? Well, they're saying, well, we've been to three. How many have you been to? That, that's what I've heard. That's it. That, that, exactly. So I'm like, I have a 64 World Championship ring at home, and I bring it out in playoff time, and I'll have it on this Saturday, and I show them. It says NFL World Champions. What's a Super Bowl champion? NFL World Champion. That's exactly what it is. So they just named the uh, trophy after Vince Lombardi, and uh, that's the way it is. So you want to say hi? <laughs> I got a I got a Bengal fan here. He's like my buddy at Frickers. We've been through a lot. I didn't like him at first, but come to know him. He's a good guy, and his name is Johnny Brewer. And I still can't root for the Bengals, but I, I've seen him get excited when the Bengals are in the playoffs and got to the Super Bowl. And he danced on the bar one time while I wasn't here. But I just, I'll root for the Browns. Yeah. There you go. I know. He said that. <laughs> yeah, well, I got it on tape. <laughs> I got it on audio right here. I'll root for him. As long as the Bengals ain't in, I will root for Ohio team. But he always says it's Ohio team. I always say, where's the Cincinnati Airport at? Oh, Kentucky. It's not where the stadium's at. <laughs> well, thank, Kenny, I wanted to thank you for coming on and talking Browns football. Uh, where are you going to watch the game at? Are you going to come up here to Frickers? I will be up here at Frickers at 4.30. Well, probably about 3.30. game starts at 4.30. Well, I thought you'd be here when they opened up and got your tape, got your, uh, got your, uh, your table or you're right in front of a TV to where you can yell and scream and, and if they lose then you throw something at it, you know? No, no. That's only at home. I wouldn't do it here. But this is this is like my home bar. We're all family here. I've been coming up here. I moved to Uber 20 years ago, right when Frickers Uber Heights opened. And I've been coming up here since. And I know pretty much everybody here. I deliver bread here. And it's pretty much all family here. Well, Kenny, thank you for coming on. Coming up on Friday night, we're going to have high school basketball as the Fairlawn Jets take on the Houston Wildcats. And then on Saturday, it'll be Twin Valley South taking on Brookville. Until then, this is Doug Brown saying so long, and thank you for joining us here on GCSN Reports. We'll be back with more uh, GCSN Reports down the road, so uh, stick around. Thank you for joining us. Good night, everyone. You've been listening to GCSN Reports. Tonight's show has been brought to you by Profiler Performance Products, by Profiler Inc., by Lily's New Creation, by a Special Wish Foundation of Dayton and Southwest Ohio, by the USO, 
and by the Gem City Sports Network, your source for local sports in the Miami Valley, the Gem City Sports Network. Join us next time for GCSN Reports.